Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together, and I am your only host, Yen. Well, where should I start? <laughs> we all know what we're going to talk about. Um, I just didn't do anything for the past two weeks. I was just simply being lazy. I wasn't sick. I wasn't traveling. I didn't have any urgent tasks to do. I was just simply being lazy. So I, I.、Uh, Well, I apologize to those who actually waited for my new episode, even though there are probably only very few of you. Um, still, sorry for being so late. I I said I would record once every episode. Sorry, one episode per per week. But um, anyway, I was thinking maybe if if um on average I have one episode <laughs> per week, that would be alright. Um, except you know if I give myself this kind of Lenient deadline. I probably won't do anything for the next three months, and then I'll have to record every single day for three months straight or something like that. Anyway,、um, so sorry for for the the wait,、um, and also if you happen to be someone new, welcome to the to the channel to the podcast. <laughs> um, and um, if you want to email me, then、uh, please email it to livingalonetogether at tutanota.com. That is living alone together、um, at tutanota.com. Oh wow! So after two weeks,、um, I actually have two good topics to talk about,、um, although they're kind of related. So fine, there was something new that happened last week, which was I actually took my bike out there and actually biked for. Thirty kilometers or so, because、um, I usually use it. I I usually only use my bike for com、uh, for just commuting.、Um, I ride a hybrid city road bike, so it it works a little bit like a road bike, but it's not a proper road bike, I I suppose. So、um, mostly I use it just for for commuting. But、uh, in the last two weeks, I took it out two or three times to. Go for a longer ride、um, on the roads, and it felt really, really good. So,、um, I started thinking. I started thinking if I should invest a little bit more、um, on road bikes, because <laughs> you know I didn't know anything about bikes until very recently.、Um, I discovered that the bike I own, that one is.、Um, That one is a hybrid bike, and the frame is aluminum frame, right? And、uh, a very good road bike、um, would be made of a carbon.、Uh, well, would be made of、uh, carbon fiber. Apparently, it's going to make it much lighter. So, for example, the beginner road bikes,、uh, like like mine, will be about maybe twelve kilograms, and a really good one could be maybe seven to eight kilograms. That's the basic research I did,、um, and also I think the tire would be much thinner.、Um, so in any in any case, the the point is not the details of the the technical details. The point is why do I want to, you know, do this research on on road bikes?、Um, well, because during my longer rides, one of the longer rides, I there was this moment where I just felt.、Um, It just felt great, and、uh, everything was smooth. I was, <laughs> you could say, I was going with the wind, 
And um, yeah, it was just I I felt a sense of inner peace. I think、um, because of the I guess because of the speed and the fact that there were very very few people out there,、um, and also because it was completely spontaneous. I didn't. You know, I I was just gonna exercise for a bit, and I didn't expect that feeling. Um, and I haven't felt that peace in a long time, so I think it really captured my attention a little bit. So that's why I thought, oh, I kind of understand why people would spend so much money on bikes. Um, they're probably just trying to recapture that feeling of speed. I think, um, for some people at least. So yeah, um, I've been looking up road bikes, and I'm actually thinking of investing in in one of those, and that's much more expensive than the one I have. So the one I have is about, I think, three hundred dollars, well, U.S. dollars, um, and at least in Taiwan, because we are a bike country, <laughs> we uh manufacture a lot of bikes, so it's cheaper in Taiwan. Uh, I checked on their website. Uh, I. The one I have is a Giant Escape Three, and on the website, on the U.S. website, apparently it's a、uh, five hundred and fifteen dollars. Wow! In any case, ah,、uh, you get it for you. You can get it for two hundred to three hundred here in Taiwan. Um, it's pretty good. So, but it's also not so light. It's about twelve kilograms, and I'm thinking of getting one that is maybe, um, let's say in U.S. dollars, about. A thousand and eight hundred or two thousand. I I know it's a bit. It's a huge jump from what I have right now, and I, I'm still thinking about it because I I do worry that I will um <laughs> give up this this um sport in a very、uh, short time. Although I I do trust myself a little bit more than this. Um, I am not a let's say a big. Uh, I'm not really big on exercising or sports or anything like that, but I do jog、uh, maybe two to three times a week before the pandemic. And、um, ever since we、um, had to wear our mask outside doing anything, I decided not to do not to jog anymore because it's just it just doesn't make sense to me to jog with your mask on.、Um, so I actually. Transfer to biking a little bit more.、Um, I would do that standard thirty、uh, kilometer ride,、um, and you know when you're out in the wild,、uh, going very fast or at least faster than jogging, you could take out your take off your mask and nobody would notice. I mean, it's probably not a good idea, but anyway, I did that <laughs> a couple of times,、um, and I I have to say I'm not I'm absolutely not guilty because well. The most important thing is that、um, there really is no COVID here in Taiwan, <laughs> at least for a very long time.、Um, there's not been any COVID, and so I don't I don't get the point of wearing masks outside when you're riding a bike. So and in the wild in the countryside. In any case, so now、uh, recently our government decided to lift the ban, and so、uh, you could actually exercise outside. Uh, legally, <laughs> without a mask, so that's great. I was thinking of,、uh, I I went back jogging once last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember, and it was absolutely painful because I haven't jogged in a long time, and it's much more. There's there was much more strain on your body than your 
uh, than a bike ride. So I don't know. I'm thinking of maybe I should just transfer into biking.、Um, if I could only do one, maybe I should just do just bike more instead of jogging. Although you know, I do like jogging because I would listen to my music or podcast. Well, normally just just music when I'm jogging, and I I really. In in a way, you could even say that I jog for the music because there's no other time in my, well, there's no other time when I actually could focus on the music, and I'm not looking to become, to to be speedier or anything like that. I just wanted to, I just want to, I just want to jog. That's it for thirty minutes or so. Um, but recently I've been thinking, you know, I could do both. I could jog. When I'm not biking, I could bike. When I'm not jog, uh, not not jogging, and so, yeah, sounds like a good plan, isn't it? Um. Uh, but when I'm biking, I don't think I will listen to music. Anyway, too much uh distract. Uh, sorry, it's it's off topic a little bit. So I was thinking about the road bike thing, right? I was thinking that I should get a road bike, and initially, but you know, as a person who published their first episode on should I get an iPad. You know, I got to I got to do a lot of research before I I I buy anything、um, that's a little bit luxurious, right? So I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about my motivation for purchasing a moderately expensive、uh, road bike that I may or may not continue using for a long time,、um, and. Initially, as I said, I was looking forward to the speed. I was looking forward to the comfort. Sorry, the 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 peace of mind when I'm just biking outside alone. And then I also thought, you know, maybe it's not really about the speed either. The speed is just a means to an end, and and the end that I'm looking for is really solitude. I was thinking maybe, you know, when you when you're jogging. Um, you do it alone. At least I do it alone, and I think I'm I'm really looking forward to the same thing. But with with biking,、um, your speed is higher. Therefore, I suppose in a sense the solitude feels much closer to you alone. So it it feels more concrete. <laughs> If it makes any sense at all, I was thinking because when you're jogging, you meet the same people. Sorry, you have the same like your speed isn't too high. Therefore, in a way, you feel still very close to your surrounding.、Um, it's not really about、um, you moving away from your surrounding. It's really that your surrounding is chasing closely after you when you're jogging、uh, in a well in a fairly slow pace, right? But when you're biking, I suppose. It, you could be fast enough that it feels like you are escaping from your surrounding. I, I don't know how to describe that. Although I didn't really go that fast, I think I was about fa- the fastest I was was maybe just twenty five kilometers per hour. That was pretty fast to me already.、Um, and I think if I get a proper road bike, I s- what I'm looking forward to the most is the well, the speed, which.、Um, And I think that could bring a more concrete sense of solitude. I think if you're going fast enough, you could feel、um, that you're really going away from your surrounding. I, I don't know how how the physics <laughs> works.、Um, it probably doesn't work like this at all. But that's a kind of sensation that I'm 
trying to pursue. I think um, I I still I didn't buy it yet. I was I'm still debating if I should get it because I'm not sure if it, well winter is coming and I'm I'm not sure if I'll actually spend that much time on the bike on the road. So. We'll see, right? Um, maybe I'll get it for commuting, although it's kind of too much of a luxury. Um, but I'm not. Um, I'm still, you know, playing with the idea. In any case, so that was that's topic one. And uh, is there more to this thing? So yeah, road bikes, right? So I'm thinking of getting a road bike. Um, could be fun. Now, this is really just a prelude to. To the, I guess the main topic I want to do today. This is just an opening.、Um, the thing I've been thinking about, you know, when I was thinking about the road bike, was what counts as an interesting life. <laughs> Because you know, with road bikes, there's like a huge community where people share where where they went to. People share a lot of statistics and a lot of there are a lot of apps where you could. Um, record、um, all of your journeys, etc., etc., and in in a way, all of these I I think they boil down to one thing, which is that we want to be、um, we want to have an interesting or fulfilling life. Well, all right. So these are two different concepts, I suppose. The fu-、uh, fulfilling versus interesting. But let's just talk about interesting first, right? I think I think.、Um, People want to fill them their time in a good way, or at least a、uh, semi-meaningful way. And I think、um, at least the biking community, or jogging community, or marathon community, a lot of these things ultimately are for、uh, making sure that you have some progress in your life and that you are. Uh, like you visit new places, etc., etc. I think there needs to be no more analyses. But the point is, I I want to go one step beyond that. The question of、um, what really counts as a an interesting life. I'm not talking about the more philosophical one, which is what is a good life, what is happiness, all that. I'm just really talking about interesting life. I think at least ultimately that's also what I'm pursuing to live an interesting life. Right,、um, and I think, of course, most of these activities are motivated internally, which is to say, like I said, I am looking for that sensation. I'm looking for that、uh, feeling of solitude. I'm looking for the speed, and these all of these things are very, very internal, which is to say, only you can feel it. That said, I suspect that a lot of people are also. Um, they also like the external element of all of this, which is that, which is to share how you feel, which is to talk about where you've been to and、uh, how you've been improving, or kind of your your bike, like what kind of bike you have, etc., etc. And so sharing must be a very huge part of this thing as well. And I think the external aspect is really closely related to. The idea of the activity, or well, the idea that they, this kind of activity makes your life look more interesting, and I think that interesting look of a life、um, is a key component, really,、um, behind anyone doing anything. And 
you know, at least that's a th- that's the new theory I've been thinking about. Uh, well, I I guess in the past two weeks, maybe. Well, actually, not that long. Maybe just just in the past few days, actually, um, that I've been thinking about this. Um, in any case, the point is, I think, I I think um, normally, or I guess in most of the self help books or self help gurus, they're not gonna say. They're not gonna encourage this this kind of mindset. They are gonna say, "Oh, you should pursue the uh, internal motivation, or you should, you really should focus on how, like, what you wanna do and how you wanna feel, and you could disregard um, the uh, external perspective or how people are gonna think you are." Etc. Etc. I think that's probably the the um recent or yeah the recent trend of I guess the self help um universe or community and I I think um I used to buy into that I used to think that um that is correct but um and o- I also used to dismiss completely the uh let's say the signaling aspect of doing things right if you post some picture um on instagram or social media which is where you you know maybe you've like gone to some places with your road bike right i used to just dismiss that kind of behavior completely and i think that oh wow this is completely for signaling and it doesn't really add any value to your life or our lives right but recently, I I think my um, I've been ch- I've been changing my mind a little bit. I think I'm I still mm. don't buy the signaling kind of purpose. I don't I don't think that it. I I think it's not good if signaling is your sole purpose of doing something. However, I suppose that you cannot. You can never take away signaling in your in the factor, right? You you can never say that you are only truly doing something for for yourself or how you how it feels, right? For example, um, if I get a road bike, I will definitely talk about this with some friends. I will definitely share the the road bike the picture of the road bike or me and the road bike <laughs> standing somewhere um with with friends right even if not on social media at least i'll talk about it and uh i will it will it's going to become part of my story it's going to become part of my my character even or or how people view me right now if i i suppose if i if i got a um dating account online dating account i'm i'm just gonna put that in my in my um introduction i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say that i'm someone who actually owns an expensive road bike i'm not gonna say that but i will um very uh let's say well i'll some somewhere or another i'll show the world that I do do that, right? I'm the kind of person who exercises or who who uh, has this kind of bike, right? And so it's not really for signaling, but I think in a way, whatever you do is going to become part of your story. And I don't think 
I think there's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, when something naturally becomes part of your story, let me try to make it. Let me try to make um my point a little bit clearer because I I'm feeling a little bit sleepy now, because of my essential oil um uh, <laughs> having an effect on me. Um, all right. There are several things I want to distinguish. Right, the first thing is, um. Doing things purely for the sake of signaling, like you don't even want to do that. You don't even want to go to that restaurant, but you just want to take a picture of yourself being well in 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 um while、well, queuing for that restaurant, and 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 you're not even interested in the food. You just want to be to show the world that you are the kind of person who knows what's popular so far, and you have got like you got that experience, right? And that kind of signaling is. Well, this kind of signaling is is a little bit difficult to assess because you can never tell what the other person is thinking. You can never tell if they slightly want to eat that food or they really are completely for signaling. So this is a fake issue. I don't I don't think this is the real issue. I think the issue is when people suspect that they are. Exaggerating how much they want to do the thing, when in fact, a larger component of their um that triggered that triggered or that yeah that that made them do something was really the for signaling, and that's what annoys um some people, I suppose, um and also what's even worse is when they use that signaling for. Advertisement or for other external purposes that are not even for the sake of that activity or are not even remotely related to the activity. So let's say, you know, I I um started um doing this road bike thing and I started posting stuff on my media and um eventually I got some tiny tiny deal with some bike um company and. Maybe in the end, you know, I I um, I'm doing all of this mostly just for, for for my revenue, maybe, right? And so that's I think that's what turns people off when they they suspect that you are even if you started with an internal purely internal motivation or the pure interest in that activity, in the end it feels like you are being insincere or. Yeah, you're being insincere, or you're being what's Sartre's word, bad faith, right? You're you're having, you're acting for the sake of getting some、um, external benefit, or you are simply portraying a character, and you're not even,、um, you don't have any core, right? You don't have, you don't have your heart in the activity or what you're doing,、um, and so I think that's what turns people off when. Anyone post anything online about their lives,、um, about their life. So、um, now I'm not talking about this kind of signaling either. I I want to explore the idea that maybe there is some sort of there is some sort of intermediate reaction that is、um, in between what we think of as purely. Internal and purely external, like the signaling I've been talking about. I think we could perhaps 
say that the desire to live an interesting life, the desire to be a person with a story, that is something in between. I think, I think it's difficult to say that that desire is a truly、um, desire for the thing itself. But it's also difficult to say that wanting to live an interesting life is really for some external benefit, such as you know having a revenue or or being praised by other people. I I, I think I think we can we could have this third category where I want to live an interesting life because it feels good to do that, and also and this is a key thing. Also, it would be Great to read the story of myself. So I'm not. I'm. I want to live an interesting life, not really for anyone else, not really to present myself as a certain character, not living in bad faith, but really it's um for trying to see myself as someone interesting, and it's really just for me thinking about my own life. So. Let me clarify a little bit. Let's start. Maybe let's go back to the definition of wanting to live an interesting life. So, I can only speak for myself. So, I came up with this idea. Where I yeah, I came up with this idea because、um, <laughs> when I'm commuting with my bike, okay. So I, it takes about twenty minutes for me to commute every single day. You know, one way. So two like back and forth. It will be forty minutes or so. So on my way to work, I normally think. About sort of、um, the interesting part of my work, or I think about why I got into this job in the first place. Because often in the morning, I just feel really, really miserable going to work. So I often start my day by by thinking about, you know, you gotta hang on this this、um, you got into this job for this and that reason. Or that th- these are the good parts of your work, and you're gonna face these challenges today, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hold on to to this thing, and you gotta be, you, you're gonna be alright, right? That's the kind of mental talk I give myself almost every day before actually arriving at work, and and then occasionally when I go further than that, I would reflect on my own life. Not every day. That's not gonna happen every day. But maybe once a week or once every two weeks, I think about. I reflect on my choices. I reflect on、um, why I chose this job, or yeah, well, why I'm here today. Things like that, right? And I think it gave it gives me a lot of.、Um, it's very. Counseling, counseling, yeah, <laughs> counseling. That's not the right word. It gave it gives me a lot of comfort in thinking that.、Um, it gives me a lot of consolation, rather. All right, <laughs> that um, that um, I find my life so far interesting, or it gives me not just com consolation or comfort. I think it even gives me some sort of internal peace to think that. What to know that, or to, yeah, to know that my life is with a purpose, or not even that strong, but to know that、um, I'm a person with some sort of a story, right? And and I think that's a good feeling in general. I think that is something that makes me 
I wouldn't say happy. It's too strong, but I would say that gives me a reason to keep going. Um, it's as simple as that. So personally, what I mean by wanting to live an interesting life is really just to um maintain the sense of livelihood. Well, that could be too weak. <laughs> Not just livelihood, but I think knowing that. Maybe even if my choices uh, are not completely consistent or or coherent, at least the outcomes um have been interesting enough. Okay, and and I think I think that's in a way um a merrier result than trying to justify all of your choices or try or thinking thinking that all of your choices are coherent and completely logical and that you've made the best choices ever in all of your life like in your life entirely I, I think first of all it's very difficult to prove that um you've made the best choice like all the time and second of all uh, in a way at least to me personally um Believing that, even though I'm not, I've not necessarily made the best choice. I've made the most interesting choice. I think believing that、um, gives me a better sense of peace than believing that I've made made the、um, best choices. Right. So, if if that's too long a sentence, <laughs> I can summarize it.、Um, basically. Because we cannot, I think it's difficult to prove that you've made the best choices objectively.、Uh, I think we could pursue、um, making the the choices that would give you a better story. I think, right? Because because stories could be you can re rewrite your stories or you could reconnect your. Life events, right? You could reinterpret your life and rewrite it again and again, and all of these could be your stories. Whereas, whether or not the choice you made, the choices you made,、um, were the logically the best or economically the best,、um, I think that's much. That's just too difficult to prove, and therefore,、um, it's not going to give you a sense of inner peace, at least, right? So, going back to the the earlier comment, I think、um, we don't have to be so harsh, or at least I don't have to be so harsh on people who seem to be doing stuff for signaling. I think、um, maybe a huge part of that、um, external signaling is really internal signaling, right? They are. Portraying to themselves that they are this kind of person and they have to keep going, that they and they have to keep having this kind of activity, so that they could make themselves make themselves into a an interesting character or a character worth talking about, and they have to do it in a way because we all have to、um, from time to time. Uh, remind ourselves that we're not just worth living. Like our lives are not just worth living, but rather that、um, it's a very it's a unique life, or rather our choices are 
um, perhaps not the most coherent, but at least they are. This is very cliche, but at least they are what they, they they are what make us who we are. I guess right. So oh right, oh, I really hate this part. I don't like the language. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this, this cheesy um or some sort of cliche comment. Let's just say, let's just say that there must be some in between component of doing the um post. Activities or shareable activities, and I think that component is perhaps sub- subconsciously we um want to tell ourselves a good story about ourselves, and really it's for ourselves, right? I think we don't have to be. Therefore, therefore, at least I'm not gonna be so harsh again when I see someone sharing eagerly what they've been doing、uh, with everyone else in the world, right? Um, I think perhaps ultimately, it's not really for themselves. Sorry, it's not really for other people, but really for themselves. Just like I do when I'm riding my bike to work, right? I have to convince myself that hey, look, even though you're not exactly happy every day when you go to work, um, but you had a good reason or a fun reason to to do this, to to make this choice, right? And if you actually look back. Um, and try to、uh, tell a story of yourself. It could turn out to be quite quite fun, right? You think about how you're gonna present your story of your backpacking in Europe, <laughs> Europe and all that, and you wanna share something with with uh with a um with someone. You know, you could. It turns out that we could all um present a lot of things. I think. If you really try, right? If you try to make connections when they don't necessarily exist, this could be completely illogical, and maybe this kind of connection, there's no connection at all.、Uh, maybe it's really just fate, even. But you know, if you try to say, if you try to tell a story, a story will come out, and I think that's the point. I think that really. Is um a good part of human nature. I think I don't understand why today I'm using such grandiose language, you know, about all being yourself and <laughs> human nature and all that. But I'm being sin- sincere, right? I I think <coughs> at least that's that's a new perspective I've just I've developed. I think um I think that's healthier because. Um. Either perspective, you know, if oh I'm doing it completely for myself, or oh yeah no I don't care I'm just doing this for money. I think either perspective on your own life or on other people's lives, um, is kind of unhealthy, isn't it? I think, um, if you think that they are everyone is just doing everything to feel good about themselves. Or the opposite, which is that they're just doing everything for attention, and there's no core value behind、um, their action. Then,、um, what's the point? Right? You're just gonna think that、uh, you're just gonna become very critical, and nothing will ever have a purpose. And I think coming up with a purpose、um, of an activity when you know deep down that the purpose doesn't 
exist or you cannot justify the existence of that purpose. I think the courage to to, to make up a story about some your motivation is commendable enough. I think. In any case. So what's the conclusion? The conclusion is I should definitely get an expensive road bike, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, I don't know. That wasn't the point. The point is um, I feel much better after coming up with this theory that, you know, ultimately maybe we all just want to write a story about ourselves and it's not really due to narcissism. It could be completely due to... Uh, survival instinct right i think once i came up with this theory i feel much better and i feel i have a new understanding of other people's motivation or at least i have a new theory of other people's motivation because as i said earlier in one of the earlier episodes i think i i suspected that i have some Aspie's trait, Asperger's syndrome's trait. I don't think I have Asperger's syndrome per se, but I do think that um, people's actions and motivations really confuse me, and uh, it's been very difficult for me to read the signals that people are sending. Um, I think sometimes I overanalyze or I analyze in a not so humane sort of. I I don't have sorry. I, I analyze in such a, in not in a not so human way, right? And that's been very, very time-consuming and energy-consuming. And I think after I de- developed this new theory about everyone just wants a story about themselves, once I just um, developed this story, I I find things much less confusing. I think this theory so far has served me pretty good, pretty well. Um, at least I... Um, in a way, I feel like this explanation has not failed yet. I think <laughs> it's applicable to... It's a very general principle and a very general idea that could apply to um, potentially every single person in my life. Um, and I think if this theory is true, it's wonderful because then you wouldn't... Um, be so suspicious all the time of other people's motivation you could just say that well you know maybe that's their version of living an interesting life maybe that's the kind of story they want to present to themselves right because the core part of this theory is just that ultimately people are narcissistic or people are just living for themselves or people are uh, for survival reasons, really trying to find a way to keep going and to find new things to do, right? Um, and perhaps maybe in a non-medical way of explaining, the definition of depression could be that they've, in a, they've already given up on finding new stories for themselves or they've given up on writing their own stories therefore they don't see the point of doing any activity or doing things that they used to enjoy um obviously i'm not a psychiatrist i'm just saying that that's kind of what i mean by wanting to write a good story um about themselves about ourselves all right so um so yeah that's it that's about what i've been thinking about in the past two weeks um and also, a bunch of good novels 
well, a bunch of good novels came out not so recently, but I bought a bunch of them recently. I bought the uh, the Testaments um, by Margaret Atwood. I also bought uh, what is it? I don't remember the title. The new book by Jonathan Franzen and uh, Paper Palace. So. I'm looking forward to reading these. Um, sounds like I'll have a lot of things to do uh, in the next two weeks. <laughs> things might not happen in another two weeks. Uh, I hope they do. All right. I I do want to record a little bit more and more consistently. And this podcasting, yes, it follows my theory. It it falls under this whole umbrella of wanting a good story about themselves. In a way, I have to admit, I don't really mind who you are. I don't really mind where you're, you're listening from. Although we do have a lot of, I think, sixteen countries on our list now. So yeah, um, I, in a way, I don't really care about the audience that much. <laughs> really doing this podcast is really selfish it's really just for me to have a platform to release my energy and all that so um and that's all part of me writing my own story right for myself for for me to have something to think about on my way to work right (laughs) i can't believe i'm saying this and not ashamed of myself but all right, you know, I will I will publish something in, in the next seven days, all right? I, I cannot be so lazy. I really do care about my audience. I really want everyone not to be not so lonely, although you could pursue solitude without being lonely, can't you? <laughs> all right, I'm feeling very sleepy. Uh, the more I talk, the more drunk I'm going to sound. So I suppose I should stop now. Um, have a very nice two or three days. I'll return very, very soon, alright? And um, yeah, have a great day. Bye-bye.